talked to him about it. And when the team had talked to him about it, you know, you, we went through that and he ended up moving in division to a really good team. Minnesota's been a big surprise team with Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson's going to really open up Justin yeah. Jefferson because uh, they're going to have to guard the middle of the field now with TJ. So, yeah, it's kind of nuts, honestly. Like you said, you never see that interdivision trade like that. Um, but from a fantasy football standpoint, I do believe that this is better for TJ Hawkinson because, uh, like, hopefully he'll get more targets and everything. I think this is a good move overall for the Vikings. Um, just because Hawkinson wasn't really getting those consistent looks in Detroit, man. Like, you saw a couple weeks ago, he had over 40-something fantasy points and, like, over 180 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine, just imagine if they gave him the ball every week like that, what he could do. And in this kind of passing attack, you got Justin Jefferson, who's probably going to be, you know, double teamed or at least getting you know, the best cornerback on the best receiver, man-to-man. You got Adam Thielen, who's the the, the red zone target. Um, I just think that he's going to add a lot to this this offense that's already been clicking. Oh, I agree with you. I think it was a, a really great trade with uh, what was going on there. So, uh, I mean, I think it was a big one. I, w- I want to move on to uh, – the next one is uh, Chase Claypool to the Bears. What did you think about that one? Dude, uh, well, you know I'm a Green Bay fan. Um, knowing that the Packers were in on Chase Claypool, who uh, we also offered a second-round pick, um, and then the Bears came in, offered a second-round pick as well, and they ultimately chose to send Chase Claypool to the Chicago Bears rather than the Green Bay Packers because they believe that the Bears are going to have the higher draft pick. Um. I don't think, I mean, you got Darnell Mooney there. He's a nice weapon for Justin Fields, sure. Uh, it's just, it's the Bears' offense. I'm not sure he's going to come in and make the immediate impact. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it, it's going to take him a little bit to learn the system. It's going to be the same Green Bay system that yeah. they run with Getsy. So uh, once he learns the system, I mean, you know, he could definitely be there. One of the things that he commented on, was uh, he said he didn't think he was used to his potential. Matt Canada's been under fire there for Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, sometimes when there's smoke, they're fire, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so you ne- he might come in and do really well. So uh, one of the things I want to talk about, I had all kinds of followers reach out to me this week before we got into the podcast and said, mm-hmm. hey, we, I-, I need you guys to talk about the Packers. And I was like, okay. So much, so much wrong with the Packers right now. <laughs> well, we got the Packer guy here, Tanner. You know, he's, yeah. he's been the fan and he covers the Packers as well. So uh, talk to me about uh, what what you think they should have done at the deadline and what they, uh, what they didn't do. One thing the Packers struggle with, dude, is like, this guy, Aaron Rodgers, has given you, what, 17 years of Hall of Fame play. And you cannot go out and just make a trade for a simple veteran wide receiver. It doesn't even have to be a big name, but get him some help. It's just year after year, it's constant disappointment. I don't know how you let him down. Every single team right now is in a win-now mode. 
That's the way the NFL's played. Even the MLB is like that. You got the Dodgers who stack up every year. Padres. It's every team is in win now. The Rams did it. That's how they won the Super Bowl last year. They're not looking that well this year, but they were in win mode last year. The Eagles are in win mode this year with all the trades they're doing. Uh, you've got to invest, and the Packers do not do that. They are struggling, and uh, it's going to bite them in the butt, man. Yeah, uh, one of the things that now we haven't heard yet that they were in on Brandon Cooks, and we're going to open that up a little bit with Brandon Cooks, but they weren't in on Brandon Cooks. Now, something we reported there uh, pretty much before everybody, as you've probably seen, Yeah, there's a lot of interest with the Cowboys. Randy Cooks to the Cowboys. Yeah, you guys got that first before anyone. Yep. So we were told 10 hours. Yeah, we were told that Brandon Cooks, uh, you know, the Cowboys dialogue was was there. And uh, as as they come out, I think uh, Albert Brewer even said today uh, or yesterday uh, that that they couldn't get together. Like, you know, they, they wanted a, the Texans won the second and the fourth Cowboys yeah. was off in the third and the fifth. Yeah. So they couldn't but get it's The thing is, is the salary. He's Eight. guaranteed $18 million. Yep. That's what you're going to have to pay to get him. But this is something's interesting. And it's something that we posted. You, uh, we posted that on the second, right? Listen yeah. at these names that are free agents coming up. A.J. Green, Jamison Crowder, D.J. Chark, Alan Lazard, Mm -hmm. Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, Paris Campbell, Juju, McCole Hardman, Jacoby Myers, Sterling Shepard, Julio Jones, Cam Sims, Juwan Jennings and Marcus Callaway. That is your big free agent class of receivers. And nothing's really overwhelming. The three of them are Packers. Three of them are Packers. Sammy Watkins, uh, Alan Lazard, and Kabi. So, goodness gracious, dude. It's just like, they don't have help. Your Packers are going to lose everything. Um they're they're all veterans for sure, but that's like an underwhelming free agent wide receiver class. What exactly. do you think? Yeah, definitely very underwhelming. And one thing I will say about this class, Brandon Cooks is about to get paid. This class well, is going to make him get paid. Like he already he's did get, get his paid. Money. He signed that two year extension. This like what seven months ago? Yeah, he might be get a better pay because if he gets traded in the off season. Like, he, in my book, is better than anybody on this list. Yeah, that's true. But he is 29 years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what his birthday is when he turns 30, but he's been one of the really consistent wide receivers. The only thing that, that that worries me is the amount of concussions that he's had early on in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, he, he's so good. He is good. Yep. But do you think that... So the Texans right now, what do you think they're going to do with Brandon Cooks? Do you think that – here's what I predicted. I made a video on it. I think the Texans are going to somehow, like, try to restructure his contract and make it to where, like, he's not fully guaranteed $18 million next season. Mm -hmm. Or or they're going to find a way where they can release him or maybe wait till the offseason and try to trade him where they don't take as much dead money. 
That's yeah. what I think. Well, but, I'm not really sure how all the financials work, though. Yeah, one of the things that, you know, we we had talked about yesterday was Brandon Cooks. There was a lot of rumors around him. We heard from a couple different people that he could ask for release in the upcoming days. Uh, but do you, that I don't think they'll grant that. Don't either. I don't either because they were they could have got a, you know, two draft picks for him. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't think it'll happen unless, you know, it just happens where he says, hey, I don't want to play no more this year. And then they have to move him in the offseason, you know. Yeah, I think that's what he's trying to do is just force their hand. But wasn't uh, – didn't Lovey Smith say he's returning Monday? Like he's yeah. returning back to the team facility on Monday? Well, Does he I, really know that? Well, I think one of the biggest things, too, is what came out yesterday. Probably be the biggest voice on that team right now is Laramie mm-hmm. Tunsil. Right. And yes, uh, Aaron Wilson had a, uh, you know, he had a video with Laramie and uh, uh, shout out to Aaron on this. Um, th- he said, Laramie said, we open, welcome him back with open arms. So in essence, yep. it's like, we're going to race. Forget. We know it was tough at the trade deadline. We understand. Right. Well, we're just going to you race to sleep. Just come back just like you were playing. He's the voice of the Texans right now in the locker room. And he filled in for a team captain. So Brandon Cooks is usually a team captain. Laramie Tunsil wore the C on his chest last night. He filled in for Brandon Cooks as a team captain. So he's definitely a voice in that locker room. For sure. Um, Yeah. yeah. He says, yeah, we will welcome him back with open arms. But, like, do you think he's going to try to come back or not? Yeah, I think. I would imagine he doesn't have a lot of choices if they won't release him, right? If he wants to play, like, right. think about it like this. If you want a team to trade for you, you want to show that you you can do it. What if Brandon Cooks would have played last night? That team was close to beating the Eagles last night. They were kind of close. I mean, the for, for what? Jeez, I can't find my words. The first half is 14-14. Um and then they kind of were still doing okay the first few drives of the second half. The Eagles had, what, two or three, three and outs before they kind of got clicking. Um, they were close, man. They could have done it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, I think that's something to, you know, just we just have to keep that, look at the mo- monitor that and see what's going yeah. on, see what we hear. Um, I'll move on to some other trades that we've okay. seen. Well, the big one. The big one that happened, that is uh, Bradley Chubb and Vinny has signed an extension yesterday. Yep. Uh, so he was traded for Chase Edmonds and a Hall of Draft Picks. Uh, it was a first rounder as well, right? Or right, was it a second round? Right. And Miami, just to talk about this really quick, we're going to talk about the Trey Lance trade and what they were able to do with those first round picks. So Trey Lance trade. Yeah. So when Miami was involved in the Trey Lance trade, where they that it was a, when the 49ers traded up to get those picks, right? So, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what ends up happening? Here's how Miami used their pick standard. They gave one for Bradley Chubb. They gave they moved up, got Jalen Waddle with another. And yeah. the other one they used for Tyreek Hill. I mean, that's a good trade off there. 
Yeah, so they that was an exceptional trade, and I know that was reported by SI. Yeah. Uh, that trade uh, there was reported. I was looking at that, and that, that's a really good trade by Chris Greer. And, uh, you know, you, you have to consider him possibly with Chubb, um, Tyreek Hill. Like, you have to consider him with uh, Howie Roseman for executive of the year. Yeah. So, so hang on. That's how the 49ers got Trey Lance, right? They traded. A slew of first-round picks, yeah. To to trade up to draft Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. Because, because, I mean, Trey Lance had only played in, what, so many, like, limited games, and then they picked him, what, third overall or something? That's, man, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, everybody in that draft thought they was going Matt Jones. Yeah. But uh, they end up going with uh, Trey Lance. And uh, I've not posted it yet, but, um, you know, they were some uh, interesting things this morning that were saying. Uh, oh, do we got a rumor here? Yeah, we got something. Uh, what do we got? Tom Brady is still interested in playing for the 49ers. Wait a second. Tom Brady was linked to the Miami Dolphins this offseason. So what are you talking about? Right. So Tom Brady, with, with a couple different reports that came out uh, over the last couple of days, uh, saying that, you know, he might not be dead, that he would be interested in going to San Francisco to finish his career. Right. That, that's his, that is his team. He grew up in that area. Joe Montana was his hero. So that might not be something dead. Let's just say Jimmy moves on yeah. to another team next year. Trey Lance, say, hey, we want a hey, trade. Would you be okay to sit behind and learn by Tom Brady for a year? Dude, no way. No way. That's a rumor right there. Yeah, yeah, it is. We've not put anything together on it yet, but we will today. We'll drop it in. But uh, the uh, <laughs> but you know live right there. But that would be that would be very interesting. He struggled. Yeah, with the, he he struggled with the Bucks this year. He's struggling right now, man. Yeah, I mean, there and he's got some weapons there for Tampa. You know, he really does. Yep, he's got you know Julio Jones, who is on the back half of his career. But then you know you got Chris Gobb when you got uh. And you got you know all those other weapons that Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, which they don't even use Scotty Miller as much as they should. But Scotty Miller's fast, Leonard Fournette, uh, freaking Cameron Bright. They got Julio Jones there right now. Um, yeah, when he he's healthy, his first touchdown. Too. He did, yeah, yeah, like diving touchdown. What two weeks ago? Yep. So. uh like Miami, we'll get back to them. Miami, Bradley Chubb made the deal. The Broncos got Chase Edmonds, which the Broncos could use him with the injury to their young running back. Uh, yes. Yeah, Javante Williams out for the year with a torn ACL, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, like, do you really believe that Chase Edmonds is going to be that guy? I mean, I know they don't trust Melvin Gordon right now, but, like, they got Latavius Murray, who's honestly experienced. He's 32 years old, 32 or 33, and he's good. He could be an RB1. But do you think Chase Edmonds is going to come into Denver? Like, I just don't see him being like that that back they need. I think he's going to be more the third down back in Denver. 
Like right, now, right now. Yeah, right now. I think he's going to be more the third down back. And going from there, um, we'll have to see how it plays out. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he – he. I mean, think about it with your Packers. They're going, they run the same system. Yeah. Right? Think about, like, Aaron Jones or think about Jamal Williams. Right? Like, that probably how they want to use them. With Jamal Williams? Mm-hmm. That went over On the Detroit. Lions? Yeah. That played in Green Bay. Well, he did. Yeah, he did play in Green Bay. Um, and he's a nice, honestly, he's a nice, like one, two punch with, uh, DeAndre Swift there as well. Yep. So, uh, next we'll move on to the Dolphins again. So (laughs) they got Jeff Wilson from San Francisco. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, they did. Jeff Wilson is going to pair with Raheem Mostert, who both of them were together in San Francisco with Mike McDaniel. Yeah. So, Yesterday, uh, Jeff Wilson said it was like riding a bike, right? I mean, he, did, he said it's the same system, same verbiages. I mean, everything that everything's there. He was like Raheem Mostert took him out for dinner when he was in San Francisco. He mentored him. So yeah, he's, that's he's, true. So he's, he's really there. happy to be there. McDaniel's there. Wow, yeah, that's all the connections are there. Uh, Honestly, the only question mark with Jeff Wilson, I mean, he's great when he's healthy. He's a good running back. It's just when he's healthy, they always have injuries, man. Him and most are both always injured. Yep, that's something that you'll we'll have to monitor. If Wilson and Mostert could be what they were in San Francisco when they ran for that Super Bowl year, I mean, mm-hmm. they could be that they could get Miami what they need to do as far as to play action to keep that going with Tyreek Hill and, and the gang there because they're doing really well there in Miami. Yeah, still, so it's just like I, I is Miami. You think they're frauds or are they the real deal? I think Miami's the real deal this year. Really? Uh, I, I don't know. I definitely don't think they'll win the division, mm-hmm. uh, but I do think that they'll at least come in in a wild card. I think they'll come in in a wild card, huh? Yeah, bills uh, are just loaded, right? Yeah. The rumor, yeah. you know, when you're talking about the rumors, like Bob Miller's still saying OBJ. When he gets yeah. healthy, he's over to Buffalo. So if they add him with what they already got in the mm-hmm. receiving core, I mean, that's going to be pretty unstoppable. That's true. I mean, definitely the Bills are the favorite in the AFC. To me, it's the Bills or the Chiefs. Um, we could talk about one team right now who's doing really good. Who is the most fraudulent team that you see who's got a winning record? and is probably overplaying what they truly are. Let me think about that. Hmm. Overplaying who they are. I could tell you my team. Okay, go ahead and tell me yours, and I'll think about mine. My team would be the New York Giants. The New York Giants, man. You're going to get – the Giant (laughs) fans are going to come get you. I know it. Well, the thing is, is like, not that I don't think that they're doing an amazing job and I don't have faith in Brian DeBall. I do. I think he's doing an amazing job as a coach. Um, It's just like, they're just over playing what they truly are. Like, you got Daniel Jones. Let's not act like he's a tier one quarterback. He's not. He's Daniel Jones. I still think they should move on from him. They should get a better option at quarterback. Um they don't have a receiving core. Uh, 
You know, they've lost Sterling Shepard for the year. I don't even, Richie James Jr. is hurt, and he's not going to be a weapon. Um, Kadarius Tony's traded. Kenny Galladay hasn't been playing. They've got nothing at wide receiver. Nothing. You got Saquon Barkley. That's it. Uh, their defense been playing, what, has it been good or bad? I don't even know. Yeah, their de- then, their defense is really good. Like their defense okay. is you know top notch. The difference with the Giants for me is you know Daniel Jones is a multifaceted quarterback that can run. And, yeah, but that could catch up to you when you do not have a receiver to throw the ball to. Let's like we're talking about right now. You got Kenny Galladay who is backed up the Brinks truck. But not really doing too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. And packed the, up the Brinks truck. <laughs> yeah. And not really doing a lot, right? No. And, he just got the bag. He got all the money, but he's not playing. Yeah, right. He said he wants to come and contribute, uh, but, you know, that's yet to be seen. We'll have to look at that. Uh, the other one, you know, you talk about, I mean, then you say, hey, who who's the next wide receiver? Well, when you think about it, I mean, you know, they traded off Tony. Yep. They traded off him. Uh they just got a uh their their number their wide receiver just got a concussion. But they Is that were Richie using, James. Richie James. Yeah. Just got a concussion that they were using. So that's another receiver down. They have right. a who is it, Darius Slayton? Is he Darius there? Slayton is going to be their go to guy right there, right? He's got and to let's be the not go-to. act like let's not act like Darius Slayton's a wide receiver one. Like no, he's definitely not a wide receiver one, man. Uh, he, I think, uh, you know, it was, they got to feed the rock to Saquon. Yeah. Drop the drop the passes off. You know, let him be, uh, in essence, Christian McCaffrey, right? In yeah. essence, that's who they need him to be. Catch the ball, run the ball. Let Daniel Jones do a lot of, you know, a uh, lot of that movement at the line. You know, who's getting the ball, Daniel Jones or – um, Saquon, and you remember, uh, you know, not long ago, Daniel Jones took some hits, right? And he was out for the season last year. Well, and you also got to remember that, like, right now, I think if, how many wins do the Giants have? Are they six wins or five wins? Mm, I'd have to look at they the lost, they, they actually lost last week for against Seattle. That's right. Yeah, uh, but so, it's like half of, half of their wins right now are in the fourth quarter, like in like final yeah. drives of the game, aren't they? Yeah. So it's six like six and two. They're tied for second with the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. So six and two, and I think three or four of those wins have been like fourth quarter comebacks. Like that's not going to continue to happen. I mean, that's like you got to play full sixty minutes. Uh, that, don't get me wrong; it's great that they're able to do that and come back. But it's like you, I don't know, man. Like you got to. You got to find a way to not be behind in the fourth quarter and rely on that just magic happening to make a fourth quarter comeback. For the Giants, to me, they're, they're, they're fraudulent. Yeah, one of the things that I would say, like, you know, this hurts me to say this, but what? the Falcons, I think, are fraudulent a little. Fraudulent. Right? The reason why is I, I want to talk about them just for a second, right? So mm-hmm. the Falcons lead their division at four and four, right? <laughs> the Buccaneers are, even though the Bucks have struggled, they're one game back at three and five. The Saints has had tons of injuries. Michael Thomas is out for the season. 
Yeah. Brian, uh, Jameis Wilson, Jameis Winston's been replaced from Andy by Andy Dalton. They're one game out of first. The NFC same. South is a joke right now, man. So let me throw this one up here. Panthers traded Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. right? They right now are two games out of first place at two and six. What a right? mess. And, and check this out. In the game last week, if their field goal kicker actually makes one of those two field goals, yeah, just one, the Panthers are in first place right now. NFC South, bro. Yep. Like, the Panthers have been overperforming after trading. Like, they were sellers at the trade deadline. Right. They're overperforming with Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach. Do you think that if they can continue to play this way, do you think they're going to offer him the job? I think I, I think so. I think they could uh, with that. Uh, but, you know, it's still, it's still hard to say with that. It is early. He's only coached two games for him, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's still early and see what see what he does. Um, one of the other ones we want to talk about is uh, want to move on to the Bills and Nine yep. Hines. He was traded from the Colts. Now check this. That's out. a big one, right? It is big. You know why? Because Jonathan Taylor is trending not to play this week. Dude has done. <sighs> yeah. Uh, if you're a fantasy football owner and you drafted Jonathan Taylor, I'm sorry. I think he's a very talented running back, but it's like, bro, uh, come on. I know that offensive line is not what it used to be, and the whole offense is not clicking, but they're so much more talented on paper than they have been performing the last several years. It's just nuts. And, and then you traded away Naheem Hines to the Bills. Who is their RB2 right now? Yeah, uh, I have to look that one up. Uh, but he's a young back. Uh, he had he had some. Uh, he actually had some really good carries. That's right, he did. He's a rookie, isn't he? Yep, he had some really good carries actually uh, when when he came in there. So uh, shoot, I that's think, right. I think it was like I want to say it's like his last name was like Edwards or or something like that. It was kind of. Uh, but they also got Zach Moss. I don't see him really being a factor. But yeah, he was he was traded as part of that trade for yeah. Naheem Hines. So uh, that was that was part of it. Uh, Dion Jackson is the back's name. Why did I say Edwards? Yeah, but Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He like I was watching the fantasy points. He I think he got like maybe double digits or something. Right, and another another one. Um, was the bit a big surprise? We got two more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Another was the big surprise is Calvin Ridley from my Falcons to the uh, to the Jaguars. You're a Falcons fan. Tell me what you think about that. Well, I don't think it was a great move. I really don't like the suspension. To be honest, you yeah. Know, I mean, listen, we're promoting gambling, and uh, the guy was, you know, he did a mistake. You know what I mean? You know, but I mean, a whole got, season for that? Yeah, I, I just don't see it. And then you got Deshaun Watson that you know has got a less suspension than he does. So and you got like over twenty five sexual allegations or misconduct allegations. Against yep. you. It's just nuts, man. Yeah, uh, suspension in the NFL sometimes does not make sense. No. And then something about Calvin Ridley is like he tweeted after his suspension. He's like, it was a fifteen hundred dollar bet on my own team. Like, it's like. 
that's not even like a rich man's bet. Like, don't get me wrong, fifteen hundred bucks is fifteen hundred bucks, but it was like, really, that's it? And you suspend the guy for a full season? Yeah. But the Falcons, but- you guys got Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else you got there? Yeah, I mean, we got another uh, young receiver that is uh, really playing well right now. Bird. And, and uh, Bird is playing really well. And another one that has been playing uh, pretty good is Olamati Zacchaeus. Yes, Zacchaeus. Yep. Remember, they have Brian Edwards as well that they got from the Raiders. Mm, the is he good, though? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He, uh, he he's been banged up a little bit, but um, I think uh, he's somebody that I'd like to see getting the offense more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that Avery Williams has been a really big thing for the Falcons, honestly. But yeah. he's been uh, like a, a Swiss Army knife. He does kick returns and also comes in as a really good third down back. Listen, listen, so you're the Falcons guy here. You're probably more up to date on the Falcons than me. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think, bro. Kyle Pitts. Should he request a trade? Like, I know he's only a second-year player and the trade deadline's passed. But, like, they do not use him. Is he overrated? Is he underrated? Is it his fault for not getting open? Tell me what's going on with Kyle Pitts, man. He's just not getting used. Well, Kyle Pitts is, I think the big mistake that we're doing there with him is actually we need to start designing plays that feature him, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think they're trying to fit him into their offense, right? Instead of what you should do is make an offense that is designed around your players. Like, for example, Dolphins, right? They made their offense to you know, to be with their players, you know, like Tua, and you got uh, to that work with their strengths. Yeah. Work, Kyle, give, work Kyle Pitts out to his strength. Like, he is a matchup nightmare. He is. Yeah, like, you can – there's no linebacker that's going to cover him. But it's it's – why do you give him less than five targets a game? I don't get it, man. Yep. I guess you're right. They need to – tailor that offense they're tailoring it around like marcus mariota rolling out and stuff and then just using these tight ends to block rather than focusing that that offense around your star players like drake london kyle pitts yeah they just got to utilize them yeah kyle pitts they definitely got to get him some plays that feature him yeah and i think that would be the beneficial and we got uh, one more that we want to talk Well, We talk about Calvin Ridley a little bit, like to the Jaguars. He, he, he'll he probably make a really good impact next season for him. I think uh, so. Yeah, you got already Christian Kirk there. Uh, you got Travis Etienne there. And you, I mean, so they're, they got some talent to work with. You know, the, if Trevor Lawrence keeps on growing, you know, that's going to give uh, Trevor a uh, one and one A, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. Yeah, Calvin Ridley's been an elite talent. Um, Trevor Lawrence, hopefully, I mean, they're doing the best they can to get him weapons, so he should take a step, especially next season. Yep, so uh, William Jackson was the last one we were going to talk about. Got a lot of uh, Steeler followers that wanted me to talk about him this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, So William Jackson, Steelers really needed some help 
in the secondary corners. They were getting roasted back there with the corners. When yeah, uh, I'm, I know one of their top corners is Akilo Witherspoon, who played for San Francisco, but he was more of a second corner. And uh, so you got some other corners as well that the Steelers have. But like William Jackson, in my book, will probably be the best corner that they have. Yeah, I mean, they kind of lost a lot. Uh, do they have Levi Wallace? I forget. Or is he with the Bills now? Or was he got he... injured? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was with the Bills, I think. Right. Yeah. Now he's yeah. The Steelers, man, they just need that help. Um. But do do you really think he's gonna? I mean, isn't he dealing with a back injury? Well, William Jackson. He might get. Uh... You know, when sometimes when you request a trade, you get healthy real quick, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. So right now, when you look at their cornerbacks, you got Akilo Akilo Witherspoon, right, mm-hmm. and Cameron Sutton. Cameron Sutton's a free agent next year. Okay. And uh, you know, the strength of their secondary is Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. I mean, right. That's all and they got. Now, now you're going to have William Jackson probably to replace Akilah Witherspoon, right? And uh, so when you got that, now here's the good thing about that, Tanner. They watched William Jackson for years for the Bengals. That's a good point. Yeah, so that's probably a big reason that they wanted him, right? Yeah. They watched him. He did really well when he played with the Bengals. So, uh, you know, that could be something that they they were looking at uh and the Steelers like when you talk about them for a moment we should see George Pickens game open up now he's a very talented player right and yes he is yeah so you're removing Claypool you're giving now Pickens more targets with Deontay Johnson so I'll we'll get you, to man. see if Kenny Pickett how he can do the rest of the year you know I mean Ben Roethlisberger criticized him a little bit this week. So, oh, did he? Uh, right. He had been staying away from the criticizing, but he kind of criticized them a little bit. A lot of people was upset that Mitchell Trubisky didn't get to, you know, go back in after winning them the game. But, you know, what it is is this is uh, they got to they gotta see Kenny Pickett and they want to see him develop. You know, I mean, but honestly, the, the Steeler Nation, they mm-hmm. want Kenny Pickett in there. Like even when Trubisky was in there, they were chanting for Kenny Pickett. Right. Like, you know what you're getting with Mitchell Trubisky, but the upside for a rookie who has not played in the NFL, it's his first season, the upside for Kenny Pickett is there. Uh, you know what you're getting with a veteran like uh, Mitchell Trubisky. So they they really need that star quarterback. They need to see him develop. And I'll tell you, man, George Pickens is a heck of a player. He's a guy I wanted the Packers to target in the draft, and they did not. I knew he was going to be a stud. I knew it. I knew it. I tried to tell people, and I wanted the Green Bay Packers to get him, but they did not. Mm-hmm. But Kenny Pickett, man, you're right. It's going to get some more targets now. Um, he's that true wide receiver too. Juju Smith is gone. You got Deontay Johnson and and George Pickens. That's like it. <laughs> so and Pat Fryermuth, I guess. But well, one of the big things now, like when you look at like I need a receiver, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at that at, at, at the moment, that's Odell Beckham Jr. That's how his name is. If you want to go and get a wide receiver, right, that is the guy to get because obviously it doesn't look like the Texans are moving Brandon Cooks anytime soon. 
Right. No, I mean, and how do you? Right. So Odell Beckham Jr. is a free agent, right? So yeah. he could go sign with anybody. The You know, the biggest rumors around him is the Bills mm-hmm. and the Rams, right? That's the two. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, they was about a week or so ago, we heard the Chiefs. But then when they got Tony, that started dying down a lot. Yeah. Right well, wasn't there a report by Albert Breer like yesterday or the day before? He said several teams reached out to Odell. The Packers, Bills, Chiefs, and Rams, and Giants or something have all been linked to Odell. Yeah, the Giants is the, the surprise one. I mean, honestly, they're the one that could use him the most. Yeah. Right. They're Besides the, the Packers. I mean, if you if you talk about playoff contenders wise right now, I mean the Giants are looking like, you know, he's he's gonna wait to see who's in the playoffs, is my opinion. Well, the Packers he, he mentioned that he really think Aaron Rodgers is a special quarterback. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, he what it is, he's not closing the door on any of these teams. He's a big Giants fan. Him and Saquon is really close. Mm-hmm. So that's something there. The Bulls, him and Von Miller is really close. So you got that. And uh, so my gut tells me that the Bills are the team. Because I think, you know, he's more worried about a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl. At this point point in your career, coming off two torn ACLs at the age of, what, 30, 31? Yeah, you're Super Bowl chasing, which I don't blame the guy. Like I said, he's going to wait to see who's in the playoffs. He's going to sign with the best team possible for him to get him a ring. Yep. And I don't uh, blame him. The Giants is, you know, that's what everybody wants, right? Like, everybody's like, hey, come back to the Giants, all the fans. But you can't blame them, right? You no. know, he was a fan favorite there. And, you know, he was there when Saquon was a rookie. So, yeah. you know, that that's pretty big. So, the last rumor we're going to talk about a little bit, and this was multiple people reported this, is mm-hmm. Jerry Judy was, you know, he, he was involved in a, a lot of trade rumors. Yeah. And the two... Uh, the two that was the most prevalent trade rumors was the Giants and the Packers. Yeah. So the Packers whiffed on Claypool and they whiffed on Jerry Judy. We, we was hearing that Jerry Judy was the compensation was a second round pick and maybe another late pick. I think they wanted like a two and a four for Judy. But Jerry Judy's young, man. He's a player that can develop. One of the things about the Giants, if I'm the Giants, I pull that trigger. I'm going to tell you why. Brian DeBowl had him in college with him. Really? Yeah, like he was with him in college in Alabama where he shined. So that would have been a perfect situation. But like giving him, you know, giving Aaron Rodgers a weapon, you know. Yeah. The biggest thing now is I'm going to tell you the rumor that'll be circulating for the Packers if they keep losing games. Will Aaron Rodgers return Dude. To, to Green Bay next year? Do you blame him if he doesn't? Uh, no. I can't say that I would blame him, right? <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't either. Dude. They don't do anything to help him. They, they, they had to pull the trigger for the wide receiver. They asked the Packers after they – did not make the moves for wide receiver. They said that they felt comfortable with who they had. They did try to reach out to get help, but they nothing kind of worked out. But you know, they were happy office. with what they had. Terrible front office. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people's going to be under fire because you know you could be 
this could be a straight rebuilding mode for the Packers if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Because think about it, all those wide receivers are free agents. And then not only that, you lost Devontae Adams last year. Yeah. This so year you're working ready. with rookie or you'll be heading into the Jordan Love. With Jordan Love, who's on who will be on the last year of his rookie contract. And second year a bunch of second year, third year wide receivers who have played almost none and have no really good experience. Packers defense is their strength, in my opinion. They it got, is, but Joe Barry's killing it. Yeah, J.R. Alexander, they got him playing in a zone when Can't he's a great man-to-man corner. Um, I'm you telling know, you, dude. Did you hear what he what said about Justin Jefferson when Justin Jefferson had all those yards? Yes. He said, it wouldn't have happened if I was playing in a man. If I played a man-to-man, like he would have not had those yards. I saw a rumor actually last night before I went to sleep. Many Packers players are growing frustrated with the defensive scheme and are losing confidence in Joe Barry. I hope this is true because Joe Barry, I don't know why they hired him in the first place. I think we all could have called that they were going to struggle. I mean, it just makes no sense, dude, some of the hires that the Packers do. Um, but they're usually three, four years behind the, the, the trend. Like they usually don't start seeing what everyone's talking about until it's too late. Same with Mike McCarthy. Should have been gone three or four years before he actually was. Uh, and same with uh, Don Capers, who used to be their defensive coordinator. It's just silly things like that, man. It's like, they are they really going to make the necessary moves? Right. Well, one per, one team that's going to compete with them, we reported that this week, the Bears, right? When they made that trade, for, and got rid of Roquan Smith and went mm-hmm. him to Baltimore, sent Robert Quinn to Philadelphia. Well, we, we looked in, uh, this was per over the cap, mm-hmm. and uh, the per over the cap, they'll have $100 million next season, the Bears. And to spend? And to spend? So the Bears, Jeez. I want you to think about this, though. The Bears was made a smart move, in essence. Getting Claypool. Look at those wide receivers, free agents. They're saying, I hey, know. I think Claypool is better than any of those guys. That's what they're saying. Who do they even have besides Darnell Mooney? Uh, they, well, they had uh, Dante Pettis. He, he's a fourth receiver for him. And St. Right. Brown's brother from the Lions. Who's oh, yeah. indecent. EQ you know, Animus, St. Brown, and then they got uh, Nikhil Harry, who was just activated, but I'm not even sure if he's actually like played yet, has he? Yeah, he he, he has. He actually caught a touchdown. Did he really? Yep. So, uh, he, uh, Nikhil Harry, I mean, he could be a sleeper. He's a free agent, too, as soon as the season's over, but we didn't list him in, just the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, I... We we listed just some of the the bigger names there. Nikhil Harry could end up being a bigger name. You know what we'll to we'll to see what happens. But Chase Claypool, um, definitely. I mean, everybody that traded for wide receivers looked at that free agent class next year and decided to make their moves. Let me. And this is another thing that we had. If you look at all the people that either traded or re-signed people, this is why they did it. Eagles traded for A.J. Brown. 
Raiders mm-hmm. went and got Devontae Adams. Raiders re-signed Hunter Renfro. 49ers signed Debo Samuels. Washington signed uh, Washington signed their guy, uh, Terry McLaurin. Then you had uh, coming in Pittsburgh, signed Deontay Johnson. Why did they do that? Look at the free agent class. Very underwhelming. Like, we went over that earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all old. <laughs> I mean... There's just no good free agent wide receivers heading into 2023. I don't want to say no good, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. They're all in like, my opinion, the Patriots could be the sleeper wide receiver. Just in my opinion, I think the two could be, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster will be one, and the Jacoby Myers of the Patriots will be the other. Yeah. They could That's be a good point. the sleeper. You know, um, you know, even look at New England real quick. Uh, is uh, they they had offers for Nikhil, they had offers for uh, Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Bourne, and they had and uh, they decided not to move him. They said they wanted to keep him. Why? Free agent class, man. That's all it is. Free agent class. That's why these teams did not pull triggers because they know they know Tanner in the off season that they can get double. Of what they're getting offered right now. When That's they look, when they look at, when you look at those free agents coming, yeah. these teams know that they they could end up getting a really high draft pick and getting overpaid for somebody because Man. of the talent that you got coming out. And who do you like? I mean, that's a that's a good point. That's valid. You can't argue with that. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, underwhelming free agents, and they're hanging on to who they've got. Um, and then I'm not even sure what the rookie class is going to look like next season. Like, I follow the NFL. I don't really follow the college football until, you know, draft starts kicking in. Then you do some studying. Um, the best wide receiver in a long time to come out of college, and we, we put a few tweets out of him as Marvin Harrison Jr., I mean, he's up for the Heisman. Yep, he's up for the Heisman. Like, when he comes in the NFL, it would not surprise me if he could be the first wide receivers. I mean, he'll definitely be first wide receiver selected when he decides to go to the NFL. Yeah. he. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he's a first round – if he's a first overall pick. Do you, so what uh is he a freshman like a true freshman? Uh I'm not sure on that. I'd have to I had to check on that. Uh like I I, I I I do a lot of college uh looking at that for the pro players. Uh mm-hmm. I, I know uh, Matt Miller has some really good stuff. On yeah, I follow him guy. on Twitter. Yeah, Matt Miller has some really good stuff uh that he he kind of follows up with ESPN on on a lot of good stuff. So he's somebody that you could really look at uh, some of the college players. You know, I would love to tell you, hey, I will tell you everything you need to know about a college player, but, you know, I don't want to be dishonest there. I think Matt Miller will be the guy. best bet, huh? Yeah, to look at that. Matt's a really good, really good guy. I've I've, uh, talked to him a few times. Uh, He's really good. Uh, And he's really good at what he does about the recruit, you know, looking at the recruiting and and things, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he knows his stuff, man. That's good. Yeah, so shout out to Matt Miller on Twitter. He does he does a really good job. I also follow him. Um, we're going to wrap up this podcast, episode two of the NFL Rumors official podcast. Guys, we have a big announcement that we've 
merged Discord servers. So our official Discord server uh, is the Fiverr Football Discord server. It's powered by NFL Rumors. So make sure you guys join there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our full podcast episodes. Listen on all platforms as well. So make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple, uh, Anchor, all those good stuff, guys. We are on all podcast platforms. Um, NFL Rumors, want to thank you so much for episode two. Um, anything you want to get off your chest as we are wrapping up episode two? Yeah, well, I just want to give a big shout out to all the great followers that tuned in for episode one. We had over 12K, 12,000 views yep. on Twitter. So I want to give them a big shout out, you know, for, you know, their support. You know, they're, they, I mean, without them, it's not possible to do this. Yep. And, uh, you know, always uh, definitely love the questions uh, this week. Hit me up with any questions you'd like to hear up on the podcast, and we'll pick one to go over uh, one of your questions and give you a shout out on the podcast. And it's uh, a great idea. Yep, and we will definitely uh, take care of that, and uh, you know, make sure that you tune in. NFL rumors just hit one hundred seventy-five thousand followers. One hundred and seventy-five. Oh my gosh. Yep, we're heading toward two hundred thousand followers. So uh, definitely, uh, <laughs> we're getting there. Definitely getting there, and uh, our goal is just to. Just to keep doing it, we got a, uh, you know, uh, our Instagrams out there. Uh, definitely, we're putting a lot of more content on that, uh, and and definitely uh, look at the the YouTube podcast, and uh, that way you can keep up with all your rumors. We also are doing the rumors for injuries. We've been really accurate with those. Uh, with uh, letting them uh, go out like two or three days ahead of time of the yeah. players that's going to be playing. Like right now, we got Jonathan Taylor, and you know, not a hundred percent, but he is trending to be out this week. Same with Keenan Allen that you posted. Yep, Keenan Allen is trending to be out as well. And yep. so we got you know those two, and that's something you know you can keep up for with your fantasy in case you need to make moves in your fantasy. Yeah. So uh, definitely, and we're not going to announce it yet, but we got a surprise guest next week. Yep. We're going to have our first ever guest. With me and Tanner, and it is an NFL insider. A well-known NFL insider is going to join us. So that's going to be very, very exciting. Can't wait for episode three. Uh, guys, I think this podcast is going in the right direction. Um, we're still trying to figure some things out, best ways to get ourselves out there. So bear with us as we figure things out uh, during this first you know, season of our podcast. But we're going to get a good, healthy routine going. And uh, we're going to start getting more and more guests as well. So excited for that. Um, once again, guys, thank you so much. I'm going to play this outro. And uh, like I said, big shout out to NFL Rumors for the time. 175,000 on Twitter. Anything else to wrap this up, my man? Nope, that's it. I'm glad to have. I'm glad to have you on. Hey, make sure you give a tweet. Make sure you give. Tanner, I follow on Twitter and all the social media. He he covers everything. Uh, he's worked with uh, he's worked with Aaron, uh, and he's worked with Josina Anderson. He's worked with the thirty third team. I mean, he's legit. He's legit. 100%. Appreciate that. Yep. Appreciate that very very much, guys. And uh, thank you for all the support from all the wonderful followers who have been coming over from NFL Rumors. So uh, can't say thank you enough, guys. We will catch you in episode three. See ya. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh.